Can I do this? Welcome back to Show Me Yours Podcast with Jackie and Johnny. I'm Jackie Agnew. I'm Johnny DeVito. And I'm Ty Boissano. You're goddamn right. And uh, hey, you might notice something's a little different. Uh, we are in a beautiful Vernon. Uh, you can see the lovely Kalmalka Lake right behind us. Absolutely. And hey, I bet you're wondering, who's that fella? Uh, sitting. Well, who's this stud here? <laughs> the very special guest. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> who's this oldest guest you've ever had? Uh, we are joined by Sir Timothy Agnew. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. BDT yeah. himself. BDT. BDT. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and that may be n- known or unknown to the users that both Jackie and I share the same last name. Oh, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, no relation. A, yeah. No <laughs> relation. <laughs> Com- completely no. coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, this is uh, my, my father. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, this has been a long time coming. You mm-hmm. wanted to come on the podcast for a while now. Yes. Passionate man. <laughs> yeah. A passionate man with things to say. You know what I mean, and uh, and and a topic, an area of expertise, if I do say oh, so myself. Oh, set the ca- careful on that bar there. Right? <laughs> well, I'm not going to say expertise. Okay, so expertise can um, uh, define itself in many different ways. I think in a level of, um, for me, it's like fandom and the levels that you're willing to go to um, dive further into the thing that you love. And I feel like you've been on the the train of this man today, obviously. If you haven't, uh, if you can't tell by the mm-hmm. by the title of the thing that you clicked on, viewers. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> today we were discussing Bob Dylan. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And an array. Nobody's ever brought in two albums before. No so one has been allowed to bring in. That's two true. Albums Ooh, yeah. yeah. To be fair, we were told. Yeah. yeah. There wasn't a lot of options. <laughs> yeah. You got all my backdrop. You got all my directors. You got my director notes, right? Well, I have to say, I'm very pleased and honored to be on your podcast. Oh man, I've been listening to it. And but I also so this is great. So to mm-hmm. be just a part of it with you guys is awesome. And but also I have a selfish uh, motivation as well. And that is whenever growing up and uh, and even at my home life and even for a while with my lovely children, whom I love very much. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever I would either talk about Dylan <laughs> or put Dylan on, it was shut up. <laughs> Uh, turn that, okay. turn that expletive off. Uh, can we, you know, can we put on some, I don't know, Doobie Brothers or something? <laughs> That's the complete. I like to save. Off yeah, 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 yeah. No, no Dylan. I was dealing with because my mom, everybody was yelling at me to turn that shit off. There's, there was never a collective. Oh, okay, well, actually, so she that makes me feel better because that's, that's interesting. Because, but again, and likewise, you have stuck to your roots, right? The uh, things I, that you're yeah, passionate absolutely, about. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and that's. But here's the thing too, and I will say. This right off the beginning one of the the um most satisfying things for me is that i have and like, there's all sorts of anti dylan fans in the world for whatever reason oh, yeah. but what i can say to you now this will come up in our conversation is i've been to many bob dylan concerts mm-hmm. over the years mm-hmm. and uh in fact i've seen bob dylan uh in five different decades jesus uh, the, wow. one I haven't, the only one i haven't seen him in is the one we're currently in 
Uh, but the most the, satisfying. I feel like that's doable. Oh, yeah. He's still, yeah, he's is, still oh, active. Yes. We saw him, I guess I was, yeah, 2016. Yeah, connected. I saw him with the Queenie, I think, around that, oh, too. You wow. saw him in 2017, 2017 with, with me, right, yes, 2017. which is another high point for me, and I'll, I'll get into that as well. Mm-hmm. But, the, yeah, but to seeing, really, all of my kids, you know, I used to, you know, they find ways to track what your kids are into, but when I started noticing that Dylan was showing up on their playlists, mm-hmm. that made me unbelievably happy. <laughs> I'll proud yeah, 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 yeah. I've done my job. Well, it wasn't me who did the job, really. It was Dylan. Because <laughs> oh, it, was, wow, <laughs> this guy. it was my wow. It was not That's my amazing. I don't think I ever promoted Dylan, did I, really? Uh, well, ki- yeah. What are you oh. talking about? <laughs> Jackie's wearing a Bob Dylan shirt that you gave her that's older <laughs> than she is. Okay, <laughs> we are going to talk about that too because this was a momentous moment in my life <laughs> the t-shirt that jackie is wearing i bought in 1987 hell of a year right after it was right after i had sobered up mm-hmm. and uh it, and i was living in ottawa and dylan came to town and this was like such an amazing thing for me to be able to even have money in my pocket to go and see this absolutely and this yeah. first concert that i went to see was uh it was dylan and it was G.E. Smith, who was one of the band, the lead band member on Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Was touring cool. with Dylan. Yeah. And uh, and only, so it was a very small entourage, but I just went crazy with, uh, with the merch. Oh, yeah. And there I bought go. two of those. And I think that's the one that says statues made of matchsticks. That's the, the other one. Has okay, the that's the other one, which circle. comes from yeah. uh, which comes from Love Minus Zero, which is a fabulous song. And anyway, I went crazy on this stuff, and I was just so excited. Anyway, That's awesome. so I wore them for a little while, and then they yeah. sat in a drawer, sat in a drawer, and one day I gave them all to Jackie. Mm-hmm. And I have another one for you, too. Ooh. Hey! Um, Hell yeah. And it makes me feel really good to see her wear that them. It's, so the, anyway. it's the coolest thing, like sharing the, like, That's the, the passion and yeah. um, mm-hmm. kind of um, seeing it from the other perspective. Because when um, my dad sobered up, he was um, kind of trying to figure out a way to connect with um, with me and my brother, right? And I... Th- what do you do at that time when there's like a lot, a lot of distance in between? So when we would come down to Vancouver, you only get a short period of time, right? So if my brother was like into sports or skateboarding, he took my brother to Slam City Jam, and I chose to go to the Warp Tour, and uh, you know, tough toss up or whatever. Those are essentially still, the same thing. But exactly. I, yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. One with a lot yeah. more That's skateboards so and less bands. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Just the other side, the other way around. <laughs> How many more bands versus skateboards do you want? <laughs> totally. um, and uh, yes, yeah, so when we went there, that was um, like a like a like a real bonding moment that. Uh, that we have that we still kind of share to this day, right? So when I see my dad is, you know, kind of early 50s. Um, we were there to Dropkick Murphy show with uh, Joe Ross, who you guys all met at, uh, at the I show at Dakota's the other day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, that lunatic is looking at me like, we need to get him up, we need to get him up. And I'm like, he's like 50, it's not going to happen. But he turned around and saw the other biggest guy there. And all of a sudden, my dad's 52, just like moshing and like crowd surfing or whatever. <laughs> so if you could share that, you know what I mean? Having like having the opportunity to pass that down to Jack, who's going to be stoked to. to oh, totally. Him, right? and, and that's and the coolest thing. Yeah. And then when we went to Dylan, the T-shirt that I got then, it also, we didn't know that when we when I bought it. But we realized afterwards that it also has lyrics to Love Minus Zero on the back. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Is that serendipity? Yes. yes. Yeah, it's kind it. of yeah. well. It was, that was a, a really big moment for me too, for a couple of reasons. A because I got to see uh, Dylan with Jackie, who I know was really of all my kids. So she is the most into Dylan. Yeah. And um, and to be able to go see them, and and the other thing too is little known fact is sometimes Dylan concerts are sometimes some are fantastic and some are a little less than fantastic. <laughs> yeah. uh, but you know, even the even the worst Dylan concerts to me are still great. I agree, so, but so. like I remember when I saw him, people were upset at the concert. Yeah. They one because he just played piano. 
they were upset about that. They're like, how oh, come yes, we didn't yeah, have that's guitar? Later in life, yeah. yeah, and I was like, what? He's like, started as a piano player, though. I'm like, yeah. you guys know how to oh, play sure. fucking yeah. piano. Yeah. Like, what are we talking about here? Yeah. And I'm like, at the end of the day, I was like, I will pay upwards of $80 to be in the same theater yeah. as Bob Dylan. And he doesn't have to do a goddamn thing. He yeah. can just sit there yeah. and be like, yeah. wow, totally. yeah, this, this is cool, right? And now he's actually going to play something. And then Arthur was shocked. He's like, oh, he really, like... He switched up the songs like they weren't how the record i'm like yeah that's yeah, what he does yeah. he's exactly been like does. his whole career he's just been known to like yeah. switch it oh you get yeah, used to this watch me like do this if he's just just playing, like, yeah. I, I, that, that's a weird thing of fandom that you kind of like uh it, it doesn't belong to bob dylan anymore you know you feel like that song is yours right but yeah. if that guy's been playing that song for f- in five different decades fuck yeah. imagine like oh, and, and if you're that yeah. talented why would, like a and to yeah. expect him not to switch it up would be weird. It was unreal. Yeah. The band yeah. he was with was so great, too. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's always going to have amazing him, players, too. He had a too. great band. Yeah, of course. Yeah. His, yeah. his, and he's been uh, touring with that band even today, right? He's mm-hmm. same wow. core group, right? And they are really fantastic. How often he, are they getting out there? Because he's got to be up in age at this point. He's now, like 81. I'm going to say 81 now. Yeah, he's up there. And uh, I check it out every now and again. And we kind of think, well, maybe we can go. We, we looked at it last summer. He was in Europe. <laughs> Uh, but there was still sort of COVID concerns, so it was yeah. it would have been a bit of a roll of the dice. Yeah. But he's still touring. People call it the uh, never-ending tour with Dylan, and that's right. been going on since the uh, late 80s. That's wild. And yeah, wow. he's been touring, you know, somewhat continuously ever since then. Yeah, we saw him the same year that we saw Tom Petty, and we were like, oh. and we were like, um, oh my God, we need to see uh, Bob Dylan soon because you know, yeah, kind of, yeah. he seems Ooh. like he's he's on his way out. And then s- we saw him the same year as Tom Petty, and, and the whole thing was we need to see Bob Dylan, you know, before he kicks the bucket. And then uh, Tom Petty died like two months after we Ugh, saw him. I know, yeah, yeah life a motherfucker. That's it was what. That was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, and speaking of that. Uh, Twice when I saw Dylan, he was with Tom Petty, and that was a real oh, treat too man, to see that's him. Awesome. Um, Seeing it, the whole Wilburys tie in too, like they've been. And, and that, yeah, and I, I don't know that the Wilburys every tour, but that that was yeah. a, an amazing yeah. thing too. Yeah. Um, to get two out of the whatever, yeah. yeah, yeah. So maybe even let me just before. Whoops, oh, notepad. We can cut that part out. I have a list of some We're of the, the yeah. cool things. So yeah, so over the years, I have seen Dylan with uh, Tom Petty. Uh, Mike, a little closer to your face. And yep, sorry, thank you. Uh, I've seen him with Joni Mitchell. I've seen him with Paul Simon. I've seen wow. him with Van Morrison. Damn. And I've seen him with Mark Knopfler. Oh and wow! Mark, and Mark Knopfler Dyer's actually has played on a couple of his sweat. albums too, right? He's been cool. like he played on. Uh, well, he he's played on a couple of his albums. So that those have been amazing. I treats. was a giant Mark Knopfler fan growing up because uh, he was the first electric guitar player I saw who played with his fingers, and I was like, oh, oh you don't yeah. have to have a pick, and it was like, oh, he just. Shreds yes. so yeah, hard. He is so good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Lady Writer. That's my favorite Dire Straits song. That's a yeah. Good one. He is. Yeah. It was unbelievable. It was a treat to see him, and it was when he was. Well, he played on a couple of different Dylan albums, right? As a part of the uh, part of the backup band, mm-hmm. but I also saw him playing with Dylan in Vancouver. Oh wow! And he was playing, and this is and he was was after uh, Dire Straits was they'd broken up, but he played with this. It's kind of like this. There's just a whole bunch of musicians in a semicircle on stage playing instruments, and it was an amazing experience. Wow. It was kind of a very Celtic feel to it, oh, and cool. Yeah, it was quite amazing. Where was that at in Vancouver? That was at uh, Rogers nice. Arena. Yeah, oh, it was. Wow. Yeah, it was. Huge what is venue. the? Is there? Uh, I mean, he's. When did the first Bob Dylan record come out? This guy's been famous forever. Have you ever seen him in a smaller, more like intimate setting? Yeah, or? that's a very good question. And I'm gonna, the, the answer to that, because I was thinking about that, yeah. is the most intimate place I've seen him is Prospero Place with Jackie. 
okay. in Kelowna. In Kelowna. That's the smallest that's venue yeah. I've ever yeah. seen. That's a pretty yeah. small venue. Yeah, they yeah. have a smaller mid range uh, yeah. hockey, mid level hockey. West yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's uh, where the uh, yeah, 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 we were WHL. right on the, the floor there. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And just cool. before we leave that, just that 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 concert was definitely one of his better ones. But it was also what he's done. Yes, he's he didn't play the guitar in that concert. Yeah. And some say maybe it's maybe it's arthritis or something yeah. who knows but whatever it is it was still wonderful years old. <laughs> he's, yes yeah. and yeah. but also he's doing he, he did a he's gone through a he's gone through many different phases in his career right mm -hmm. but this phase he's also doing songs out of what they call the great american songbook so yeah. when you think of frank sinatra yeah you know this yeah, is yeah for sure are, and yeah. so he's been doing this so you remember right. he's kind of a crooner in yeah, these yeah. things he's got all it is is dylan and a giant old-fashioned microphone. It's a big old, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, he's crooning, and, and I, it, it works for me. It doesn't work for everybody. Well, yeah. oh, okay. Is there, could Dylan do no could wrong? Could he do no wrong? Yeah, yeah that, was, that was where. <laughs> well, okay, well. What yes. if we got some answer? Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. really. I mean, <laughs> yeah. and I want to talk about a couple so that things. that Euro about. industrial Oh, Bob okay. Dylan, sure. you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but okay. But yeah, here's the, the thing: I've never ever, I've never been to a Dylan concert. So of all these comments, people say, "Oh my God, this, he's not musical, or his voice is terrible, or whatever it is." But everyone's got something. But I've never been to a concert that has not been jam packed with passionate with fans. Oh, of oh, course. and it, and, it, and, it, and it, I find that amazing. And the other thing I really like is that. When I go now, like when I guess the last time I saw him was Prospero Place, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a whole, it's it's like seven different generations of people. That's awesome. Yeah. And I think that's that's a real testament to his well, it's, his it's, it's draw. It's undeniable. Like I think like um, like his contribution to music cannot be, you know, like you can't really like mm -hmm. throw a shake a stick at it, but. Um, you better so not. What, what, yeah, absolutely. And why would you shake but a stick why, at music why anyway? Is so, why, I, why is he so easy to um, to shit on, right? I think he's kind of like, a, like an easy target for whatever reason, I think, with the voice. I'll be honest. This is like the first I've really heard about people being like, oh, there's people that just like yeah. shit talk. The I, Beatles, I for sure, yeah, but I'm like, yeah. Yeah, but it's, uh, I guess a little bit on it, but it, yeah. it's I just ridiculous. It's it a is, ridiculous yeah. argument. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're, you're, my you're dad's wrong. favorite thing. To it's say not even is, an opinion uh, thing. It's my, a, my you are just wrong. Favorite line is uh, if you want to hear the best Bob Dylan song, just listen to anybody else sing a Bob, Dil Bob Dylan song. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a very I don't mind game. that either. Yeah, I love yeah, exactly, lots like, of I mean, the, the covers. But it's like that even speaks. Yeah, that's exactly a testament to like how good he is. Is the amount of people that cover the songs he writes. If you don't like the sound of his voice, that's like a you know subjective yeah. thing but you can't totally. deny it like there's yeah there's no denying yeah. Yeah. yeah so before i get into the this question i wanted to answer was what drew <laughs> me to dylan i want to just list off a couple of things because I, I think this is remarkable too okay. and, and i know and i'm not trying to sell is it more of a statement <laughs> What's that? i'm not trying to sell dylan because i don't think i have to right but this is remarkable okay. for any uh i think any musician or anything so of course he's been playing music for seven decades yes almost 81 and he's you know he started when he, before he was 20 right in new york right so he has had an amazing career he has won uh, i don't know how i don't know the count but many many grammys <laughs> mm -hmm. uh including i uh, won three grammys for this album here time out of mind Boom. and this album Damn. also won album of the year nice really yeah uh so he's got that he was now. Here's a, here's something that I'm gonna throw out there, but I believe he was the very first rock star on okay. the on the planet. Sure. Okay. That's a, yeah. And yeah, so people say, oh, what about the Beatles? What about the Rolling Stones? But he was oh, the Elvis. first guy, you know, riding around in Elvis a limo, Presley. before, and not even Elvis Presley. He he was Dylan was. Here the we go. First. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> 
no, no. Okay, but, you guys are gonna have to unpack this because this is. Yeah. Gonna be well, I don't know if we. I didn't want to say this earlier, but I know that you're a Toronto Maple Leafs fan, and I'm a Habs fan. You know, we were having such a good time. I know Elvis the Habs and the Leafs. What are we gonna do? We can. It's okay to disagree. Yeah, yeah. But that we could actually, you know, I think it would be fair. To give you a chance to prepare yourself, <laughs> and we should have that debate. I've done, uh, man. Dylan, yeah, as yeah. the first rock star. Yeah. First thing, I, I get a duotang, and yeah. <laughs> that is not a duotang. Proving my point. That's what Dylan, Dylan would call us: is a duotang. It's not a duotang. It's, it's, it's like duotang. Like duotangs when duotang. out, duotang. yeah, yeah, out with polished cottons. Oh. So anyway, I digress. Um, first rock star. Uh, he's been in many. He's got the soundtrack to a lot of different movies. One of them, of course, everyone knows. Jerry Maguire, right? right? Shelter right. from the Storm at the, the very end. Or, no, oh, well, he no, did the so Shelter sorry, from the Storm at the very end, uh, and it's actually a little bit different than than uh, than the one that's on uh, Blood, Blood on the Tracks. Tracks. Mm-hmm. And but also a, a movie that's again is one of my favorites with Michael Douglas is called Wonder Boys. Okay. And he has a part of. He actually think he does a whole soundtrack to that one. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah, uh, he, that's an amazing movie. Anyway, he is in, of course, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Duh. Mm-hmm. Um, he has many honorary doctorates from from uh, oh, universities okay. around the states. I always think that's kind of funny. Like, if you're really good at doing one thing, then Harvard will just throw you a piece of paper. I know. Yeah, it is kind of yeah. weird. Yeah. Right? Yeah. For a class they don't have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we dig. We really dig this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Come over anytime. Yeah. Uh, now I can't read my own writing. Uh, makes wicker? Oh, makes whiskey. <laughs> makes whiskey. He has his own whiskey. Uh, he has his own whiskey product. And was, if you've never seen it, he uh, uh, Jimmy Fallon did this greatest thing uh-huh. with Dylan. You should check it out on YouTube. But it's basically, it's about Jimmy Fallon is sitting in this audience and, and he's talking about stuff about Dylan. And all of a sudden Dylan just appears, right? Mm-hmm. As if he's there, right? Which he was to make this little thing but yeah. anyway it was kind of a cool little commercial right. but he's also been in a Victoria's Secret that song what? you were listening to earlier at uh, uh, Standing in the Doorway yeah. or no mm-hmm. no it was Lovesick the oh, song okay. that's on the very uh, this first one here. Uh, track there. Use that I in love a vic- that and if you listen to that song uh, you know I'm you know, I'm I'm walking yeah. while the streets are all dead like yeah. this is the first two lines yeah. of the song um, that was in a Victoria's Secret Commercial, fantastic. Wow. So I, I cannot connect that at all. I no, there's a dark sexy <laughs> vibe I, I to it. I didn't realize it was, we were still vibe. talking about the song, and I was like, "What was Bob Dylan doing in, <laughs> <laughs> in this negligee? Okay, so walking down these streets at two a.m. Walking around, yeah, cover yourself yeah. up, Bobby. Picture yeah. <laughs> 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 a chaise lounge on a street corner or something. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yes. <laughs> um, he has written several books, and uh, mm. rumor has it there's a few more, or at least one more coming out. He has. Okay, so here's one that I'm really passionate about, and this is going to be a hint for mm-hmm. all you young folks when you're thinking about gifts for your <laughs> dear old dad yeah, okay. and good friend. <laughs> but anyway, he did this thing friend. on XM Radio years ago called Theme Time Radio with Bob mm-hmm. Dylan. Yes. And it was right. fantastic. So what it was is Bob Dylan narrating and uh, presenting, talking about the music that influenced him. Oh it was yeah, amazing. That's and he's awesome. Talking at a mile a minute, and it was just the way he was, the way his voice 
was amazing. Yeah. And at the time, um, I was you know one of the early subscribers to XM Radio because I loved the concept, right? Yes. Mm. Of X of uh, no commercials and still that ability to do stuff that you, that's not programmed, right? Yeah. And when they right. came off, they were having like I mean artists kind of curate their own channels. Oh yeah, and well, stuff Tom like Petty. That. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very exciting. For sure. So anyway, there was a hundred. I might get this wrong, but there was somewhere in the neighborhood of 109 episodes, wow. and I was trying to record them on this. I had a portable. Uh, XM radio thing that had a, you know, and this is going back a long time, right? So it has some storage, but it wasn't enough to collect it all, right? Mm-hmm. So, hint is, I would love that collection. Okay, noted. I've <laughs> we <laughs> talked about it, and I time do stamp. Have, I do have yeah. the ability yeah, to right everyone um, watching this remind me come November. No, no, no. <laughs> yes. Like Tim, I have the ability to pirate um, uh, things off the internet. Um, yeah, for sure. Say there? that out loud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, uh, you can do it. <laughs> you can, do, you yeah. can cut that. I yeah. things to pirate, and you can just put yeah. in dub and uh, ship or something yeah. like that. Yeah. 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 Pirate. I have a computer. Pirate pack from BC Ferries. After this. Put my iPad on after this episode, and I'll see if I can yes. uh, get something going for you. So, Team Time Radio, um, movies about Dylan. Okay, okay. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, quite yeah. a few of them. So, uh, No Direction Home was was yeah, Martin Scorsese. So good. That was uh, a that was a doc. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Don't Look Back, which is one of the earlier ones by Oh yeah. Uh, Bacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, not um, Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid wasn't about him, but he was in the movie, right. and he, he had the soundtrack to it, which was. Yeah. You know, like knock knock, uh, knock, cool. knock, knock, knock on heaven's door. That yeah. was okay. song. Um, is that his song? That's not Guns N' Roses. I um, fucking no. hate you. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, but you, you, you get this a lot. Like, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Uh, well, okay, I'm a so simpleton for the layman, please. This yeah. Is yeah. So you know Adele's song, uh, "Make Me Feel Your Love." You know that. Of course he does. You know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, do you know who wrote that song? No, <laughs> it's right there. On the, <laughs> it's right there on the back right of the, the oh. album. Um, yeah, we hadn't gotten that to that. We'll, we'll get to it. Yes, after the but it's it's kind of a bit of an anomaly on this mo- uh, mm-hmm. uh, album. We'll get to that. But anyway, um, Rolling Thunder. There's a movie based on the Rolling Thunder review, yeah, which we're going to come back to. Yeah, yeah, and that was also Scorsese. That's yeah, yeah. Uh, and the one that is really that's cool. The best one, yeah. Well, is I'm not there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Todd, I don't think I've seen this. Is one of my favorite. I don't think I've seen it. You haven't? Oh, dude. Well, it's really. Yeah, you're missing it. And it's yes. like a bunch of different. Uh, so Todd Haynes did um, the the Bowie flick too. That's uh, I forget what it's called, but anyways, it's, so it's a bunch of different people playing Bob Dylan throughout different times. Oh wait, no, yeah, I did see. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah. Not so just different times, but different aspects to Bob yeah. Dylan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different And you know, like you, when you get into it, Dylan has always rejected trying to be labeled as anything. Mm-hmm. People were trying to label it as a folk singer, and, mm-hmm. and you know, he he never wanted that. Yeah, he ever because he. And maybe none of us should want that when mm-hmm. you th- really think about it because it couldn't pigeonhole them. Switch, yeah, 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 the yeah. electric yeah. switch they was have like... A, well, they have a great scene in the movie where it does do... He switches to electric and does what you call Maggie's Farm, yeah, whatever, man. and at the concert, and everyone starts booing him. Oh, yeah, man. When he went well, to that, you know, we could do a whole podcast shit. on Maggie's Farm because mm-hmm. the, the really the... the a big part of the meaning of that is about you know it's uh, mm. I ain't gonna work on Maggie's farm no more, yeah, and yeah. part of it is that it was people's expectations, mm. right? That he was a folk singer yeah. and yeah. he played acoustic guitar, yeah. and that's why he purposely 
picked up the electric guitar. When you got the whole band it. behind you, like literally the mm-hmm. band yeah. behind you, <laughs> playing yeah. the fucking song for you, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. backing you up, man. Yeah. But on the I'm Not There, what I like about this, so here's some of the people who played Bob Dylan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christian Bale. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, Richard Gere. Yep. Hey. 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 Uh, he, hey. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have noticed. Hanger over there. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Heath uh, Ledger yeah. played him. Oh, right. And yeah, get yeah. this one. Kate Blanchett. Yeah. She was the best. Yeah, that was the best take on him, for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. Her, um, yeah. Uh, she does the... Um, the, like the press 60s. interview and stuff like that mm-hmm. and all yeah. the flashing cameras and stuff like her mm-hmm. uh, she's so goddamn cool yeah she you know is, yeah. I mean? yeah. in that uh, yeah. yeah in that role yeah. it was unreal and even, who's the young kid is, uh, the, oh, the kid on the little, train and yeah, yeah the little oh. kid on the train yes yeah, yeah. yeah there's a few names that, yeah because yeah. yeah. like this machine kills fascists is one of the things that like has definitely mm-hmm. uh, like been adopted by, <laughs> by, by punks and yeah, yeah definitely right that was kind yeah. of uh, I saw it at the right time when I was a youngster very mm-hmm. very cool that's probably what drove me to Dylan yeah it's a great that movie yes well that's yes and it's interesting listening to various podcasts because I was there's so much stuff out there but I I started listening to one podcast a couple years ago and I actually re-listened to a bunch of it on the ride back to Vancouver Island, and it's so good, right? And what I, what I really like is when people talk about what it is that drew you, and it's all different age groups, right, and all different mm-hmm. reasons, and it's kind of a cool question. Yeah. But the last thing I wanted to mention about Bob Dylan, and I'm sure you all know this, but he also won a Nobel Prize, right? Oh. right, right, right. And so for like for physics? literature. Oh, oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> and so again, and people were, of course, debated, got on their high horse about that too. But anyway, and I think I've missed a few too, uh, but an extraordinary um, list of accomplishments, right? Yeah. I think. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. it's undeniable. And a tremendous body of work too while he's at it. Like, how oh, many man. albums? If you scroll um, through you his know? Spotify, it's like. It's 39. Almost, it's, yeah. it's, it's overwhelming for, uh, like, even mm. for. I, th- I probably was trying to dive into it maybe in, like, the er- mm. or. Like the early uh, yeah. late, late 2000s maybe something mm-hmm. like that and um yeah it was i didn't necessarily like know where to start now i think like the like mm-hmm. the few that um like yeah, i picked I up on or whatever the ones um that are like a little bit more class maybe greatest hits or something like that but they were all the old kind of folky stuff what i heard today on um time, time out, out of mind. mind was something that i did not expect and yeah like how many yeah i think later dylan years would probably be better suited for you interesting yeah. very interesting yeah um yeah. So, now you want to get serious now? Okay. Well, yeah, let's get serious. <laughs> let's get I want to go back to Elvis for still. <laughs> 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 I want to break the years down. I want to see what's now. up. Shut up. <laughs> yes, that's right. Why are you trying to drive them apart? <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> You're almost going to get my next spare Dylan t-shirt. <laughs> hey. You just screwed it up, scrawny. <laughs> you, put it, you put it on and he wrote Elvis sucks on the back. <laughs> I'll give you this tidbit. I've gone to see the Elvis movie twice now. It's horrible. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, it's fantastic. It is fantastic. How dare you, sir? How dare you? Tom Hanks, that's Tom Hanks' worst role. Well, he's playing a role. Let's be honest. He's playing a role of a oh. bit of a villain. <laughs> yeah, and so you can't, like, you can't <laughs> dislike a guy because he plays a role so well. <laughs> no, I can dislike it because he played it so horrible. <laughs> oh. We have we a whole series. He Ty versus Tim. Did Ravi put you up to this? Ty v Tim. Did Ravi put you up to this? I see you, Kana. I see you. I see you. <laughs> <laughs> Ty versus Tim. 
It's coming. I do want it to to end out this way. Like we have like kind of like a fun ball busting kind of like a little antagonism back and forth or whatever. But I didn't realize like you guys actually know what you're talking about. So it doesn't have to be doesn't have to be violent. You know what's yeah. funny? We are agreeing on our yeah. on, on, on well, love of Dylan. So now we vote. We've identified three. That's why he gets a Nobel yeah. Peace Prize. You see, he's bringing these guys there together. Go. Yeah. yeah. You know what's no, for funny? literature, it wasn't for on, peace. Uh, <laughs> on Wednesday, when Justin came out to the show, there he ordered spaghetti, <laughs> and, <laughs> and he he was he was twirling it. I'm pretty sure I've apologized for my behavior. We, we've gone past it. You know, we've really, we've really but did I not? It. Did I apologize or not? You absolutely did. Yeah, yeah you absolutely okay. did. You mistreated pasta in front of the Italian. I did. I did. Oh, exactly. no. I, I, I cut, cut it and I didn't twirl it. Okay. So cut yeah, it with a fork because it makes sense <laughs> to cut, cut it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, here we go. Oh, there goes oh, Ty versus Ty. Oh, here we go. Here we go. We're in a restaurant. Because otherwise it's too much. It's too much. It weighs too much. It's inefficient. Right? And how do you know how many strands to put on the spoon? Because sometimes you'll start twirling. And all of a sudden you end up with a snowball that you can't possibly fit into your mouth. Watch this. I like to do the cut. And then I... Turn my plate and then cut it again. Oh, I do. You cut it in another Yes, you guys are yes. animals. <laughs> You're saying yeah. it's more efficient. I want tiny penne. No, I don't want spaghetti. I want tiny penne. I want thin tiny penne. You guys end up with a whole <laughs> fucking like mess of shit at the bottom of the bowl. It's ridiculous. What are you it talking seems, about? It seems crazy that you can't like anything else in your life. You've um like learned. You've developed a skill and you've learned how to you know to get better. And you're telling me now. At fifty fucking seven years old, Tim, you can't dip sixty-five. I'm okay because I was born in fifty-seven. That's oh, right. Oh, that's you got that. there you go. But I accept, fucking five years old. Tim. I accept that you're, you. You think I'm looking eight years younger? How to put just a, like I mean? Uh, oh, it gives a thirty-five-year-old man like myself a lot of hope. Let me tell you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I love it. it. Drives me crazy. I'm just saying, like, um, if I saw somebody else doing it and I didn't know them, I would want to smash the entire bowl into their face. I'm looking at you. You know what I mean? I'm, As the yeah. father of Jackie, and I'm sitting across from you and I'm being like, is this guy fucking with me right now? <laughs> and that's why I actually asked you that at the restaurant. Like, are you doing a bit? Or let, let me ask you this. <laughs> not, not to rekindle this thing. I'm taking everyone out for dinner. I'm paying the bill. Hold on. Let me giving guess. me a hard time about how I'm eating my pasta. Yeah. yeah. Is this right? Yeah. No, absolutely not. No. Yeah. I was raised a way to do that. Like, I don't care. I'm going to get to the, I'm going to get to Italian Jesus at the heavenly gates. And he's going to be like, hey, man, that go about that Tim thing. Thanks for having me back right. on that. Right. Totally. You better hope right. you get the but Italian did you notice, Jesus. But did you <laughs> notice when we were in Sun Peaks that, you know, one of the meals that, that we planned mm -hmm. was pasta? And did you notice that it was penne? It was penne. It was penne. Yeah. We didn't want to get into that. It, we were during, it was during a ceasefire. I thought this is hey, this is gonna be great. Yeah, I thought okay. I thought enough is enough is enough. We've had our we understand each other now. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. It is it is all love. Um, it's just one of those things that. Uh, you know, maybe I'm not open to like as many cultures as I thought. You know, maybe I'm not as open-minded as I think because like I'll give, you know, anybody a fair shake. And uh, I might have overreacted to that, but I've just never seen it before in my life. Yeah. Oh, man. It was shock. It was kind yeah. of like a shock. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm, I might still be a little shell-shocked. I, I actually might even learn how to twirl my penne. Oh. You know what I like to do? <laughs> you have to I like to get the four on the fork. Four on the fork oh. is a great one. Oh, four on the fork? Yeah. As kids, me and my brother would always, <laughs> we'd like to do the swallow the penne whole. No chew. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> oh, like I don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Just like in a shotgun shell. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> back the esophagus. We would also do the spaghetti, the big string, and then you swallow half of it, and then you have the other oh. half. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. You just yeah, like you're flossing the yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> I would never. That would never happen. You know what's like? There was very. I was actually raised under like um like strict pasta eating rules. Right, every Sunday dinner, I'm at. <laughs> See, a big, now the truth comes out. I'm I'm, I'm actually yeah. seeing this right now. Actually, okay, so oh, dude, I don't know if I've ever said this so loud. This is um. <laughs> This is something that I've, I remember very specifically. My uh, my Nona makes like the she used to make the greatest sp- sauce in the world, right? So you're having um, big family dinner, everything is going well, and I'm twirling, you know, twirling some, mm-hmm. some spaghetti, mm-hmm. and I got a dinner roll in my hand, right? Nice mm-hmm. little buttered piece of bread, and I put the pecs. Everybody's you can you can eat meatball on the bread, mm. but you can't at my grandparents' house, yeah. you can't put pasta on the bread because oh. my oh. uncle looks across the table and he's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And then it just turned into this thing. And, oh, like, no. I was actually, like, reprimanded. They got mad at me. Oh, no. <laughs> oh yeah. Right. Dinner manners, no elbows on the table. I don't know what the thing was. Yeah, we always but had the, no elbows on the yeah, table. Yeah, but he did that. Oh, and then I had to, like, wait to, like, five minutes later or something where somebody was putting a meatball on a piece of bread. And then I had to, like, <laughs> you know, approach it very gingerly or whatever mm. before I did that. So maybe... I was raised under past PTSD. Di- yeah, past yeah. dictator- yeah. yeah. dictatorship. We yeah. had no, no dinner manners kind of rules at all. It was pretty much a free for all. And there's a re- and the reason is is because I was brought up with such strict rules. You like eating in front of the TV, uh, eating on the anything but a dining room table, putting your albums on the ta- uh, elbows on the table. The elbows on the table uh, annoyed the shit. Oh yeah. Yes, all well, of them, I was uh, like, uh, this but also is forcing dumb. kids to eat like don't you can't leave the table to finish yeah. your peas. Also. Um, like so my grandparents were so like, even even where you when you're finished, you put your knife and fork on a, a like diagonal. a five at yep. eleven oh, and five yeah, o'clock, yeah. right? Yep. Together, right? Yep. And was for, and there's that. But also, I remember Signifies once when I was at my grandmother's place, <laughs> I dared to. Uh, I was eating and I stopped eating and was talking to my grandfather and I had my knife and fork in the air. Oh, and that was a no-no too. Oh, oh these are, that's these are crazy. Scars. If you have to get like, never. if you really have to give somebody one of those or whatever, if you're really getting into it, you can be like, you know, cutting a steak or something mm. like that. You're pointing the knife across the table. Who like, doesn't really like a good yeah. fork point too? Yeah. Yeah. I'm very fork yeah. heavy oh, yeah. today, by the way. Yeah, I'm very fork heavy. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't even ever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. You know what? Hundred percent. I love that. Me and Kelly didn't realize. Uh, until we were older, is that we also never learned to change hands when you're cutting. We cut with a <laughs> knife in the left hand and just keep it all. Fork stays in the right the whole time. Oh, yeah. We taught you yeah. that, but you were sick that night. <laughs> <laughs> my fork stays in the left. You were absent. Well, you're left-handed. Cut my right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. But I, I think go, I could, I'm, I'm pretty, yeah, yeah I, depending we on noticed what it calls at for, some point when we were older, we noticed that everyone switches to cut and then switches back to eat, but we never. What? Really? Yeah. A lot of people Wild. Yeah. I get confused sometimes because I've never had yeah. this conversation, so I just didn't yeah. know if I was the only weird person that does yeah. that. Sometimes <laughs> no, I just get no, confused to be like, oh, man, you just kept that in your whole life? Yeah. You're just, I don't want to admit that I'm the weirdo who switches every meal with people is just I gotta yeah. make a switch real quick. Yeah, yeah. I had to admit that Buddy, you're odd. The beginning of uh, yeah. like uh, the the Queen, uh, yeah. the beginning of every Queen fucking verse, and we will rock you or whatever. Buddy, you're. Yeah. I didn't realize that it was Buddy, you're uh, or whatever. Yeah. So I just said that like Buddy, you're odd. That's a weird fucking. Yeah. I don't even know what that means. Yeah. Buddy's just like, Buddy, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So since then, I've been keeping stuff pretty tight to the chest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Before I answer this question, I just want to throw something out there for discussion, right? Okay. Because it, it forms the foundation of what I'm going to say. So, I love it. And there's a question for everybody here. Okay. Is why do you listen to music? And I'm going to say, um, I'm going to answer my own question before I even of let course, you. Of course, of course. So sometimes it's you do it to make yourself happy, right? Yep. You want to lift yourself up. Yep. Sometimes I think you're feeling sad and you want to mm-hmm. almost, I don't know what you call it. You don't want to make yourself sad or per no, se. Sometimes but you want to yeah. stay but in you, though, but yeah. You, yeah, yeah, but it kind yeah. of is. 
I think sometimes you do it because you want to... Something relatable, I guess. If you're sad, you listen to sad music, and you're like, ah, other people have been sad before. Totally. (laughs) Yes. Sometimes I think you do it because you want to dance. Just get up and and cut some rug, right? Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) Sometimes I think you do it for nostalgia, and I maybe... Big time. But nostalgia reasons, like that to me, Mm -hmm. the music totally always takes me back somewhere, right? And I love that. I love that reminiscent or whatever it's called. Mm Mm-hmm. But here's my last one. Okay. And we, maybe this is debatable. But I think sometimes music's, music shapes who we are. 100%. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. no question about that. Okay, oh, so we yeah. don't have to do oh. it. So that's yeah. a really important factor for me <laughs> and Dylan because I believe. And then you'll, so maybe as I start, as I keep waxing poetic mm-hmm. here, uh, that you'll see that that is why I picked these two albums. Yeah. yeah. Um, actually, these two in that order. And um, yeah, so let's just jump in i'll just jump in and start waxing here mm-hmm. please do so <laughs> i was uh so when we when we were younger so in the 60s uh so that was the decade before the 70s oh what mm-hmm. oh yeah, okay. and, the, and the one cool. after the 50s I've heard of it. yes nice. in the 50s i was born in 57 mm-hmm. um good year but we we heard nice. i heard lots of songs growing up okay and I, I probably remember them i probably don't need my notes but <laughs> we heard blowing in the wind yeah. everybody heard blowing in, and it came yeah. out in 1963 okay but it was popularized by peter paul and mary Oh, but love and not by Dylan, there. okay. Mm-hmm. And but everyone knew this song. But and, and when as soon as it, as soon as it came onto the scene, people started picking up the lyric and saying, mm. "That's there's a lot of layers to that song." Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and as a very young person, I'm going to say late. 60s i started to pick up on that no connection to dylan whatsoever mm-hmm. just okay. this song was amazing and mm-hmm. uh, mr tambourine man which came out a couple years later in 65 mm-hmm. and i don't know if you've heard of the band the birds and roger yeah. mcguinn yes and so he they popularized that song and mr tambourine man this is yeah it's yeah. a fairly layered song right oh, there's yeah, a lot to time. it right mm-hmm. uh, these all of these I'd, songs I'd, I'd all of the without dylan being even on your radar not yet? even dylan's voice and not mm-hmm. not oh it was i mean in fact if you were to ask me back then who wrote the song yeah, i would have said you're the 15 birds. years old at this point or something yeah, like that very young. okay yeah. yeah and then uh lay lady lay which i mm-hmm. did hear dylan's song but i would never i didn't connect it because of the voice because of his yeah. voice yeah came in post skyline post motorcycle accident right is yes. that what happened yeah, yeah that one was uh 77 his voice is Sorry, 69 it's wildly different on that mm-hmm. on yes, that yeah i remember is. finding out what a great song the uh the clucks uh right. that like horse clucks and oh man that's yeah. amazing yes uh so, but again, not really connecting it to Dylan yet, right? But the, li- the lyrics actually on that one were pretty straightforward. But then the next one that was just amazing in 19... 19- actually, um, yeah, actually amazing was Hard Rain. A Hard Rain's oh, Gonna Fall. Yeah. And that came out in 70... I got 77 here, but that seems a bit late. But um, Your Elvis died. Just saying. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Your Elvis died. Just saying. Okay. Still choked about it. But that song, and again, I it was not from Dylan's voice that I was hearing it. It was from well, actually, I think the first time I heard it was from Brian Ferry. Okay. From okay. Roxy Music. Okay. So, but again, so then, so then the so I mean, uh, the lyrics. But so then I'm still a pretty young guy, right? And still have not connected to Dylan. But then all of a sudden, um, a couple things happened. One is. Uh, the Greatest Hits albums came out. Greatest Hits 1, Greatest Hits 2. And all those songs I just mentioned were on it, but it was all Dylan singing. Yeah. So now I am, not only have I been drawn in by the words, mm-hmm. but now his voice. And the, to me, the voice, and I want to talk a little bit about his voice because, again, lots of people listen to Dylan and think, oh my heavens, I'm listening to, sounds like whatever, yeah. a bunch of bolts in a yeah. longing machine or something like that. But I think... 
his voice is for me absolutely part of the attraction. It's totally. what connects me to Dylan and his words, and it's changed over the years, right? As he's grown older, I love his voice. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. his like I don't know when do you remember he put out the Christmas album. Yeah, 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 mm. yeah. Not that long. Ago. And yeah. uh, I forget the name of it now. Christmas in the Heart or something like that. Yeah. But it was really people yeah. are thinking. Why are you doing Sam. this? But you know, yeah. those are folk songs. Yeah. Those Christmas songs are folk songs. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of um, a lot of the like older kind of uh, any music that I'm not necessarily familiar with. A lot of it can, um, you know, sound like something else, right? I can always I know enough that I can be okay. This is in that camp. This is in that camp. Mm-hmm. And I think that the cool thing about this guy, like the cool thing about him, is the voice. I think, or you know what I mean, and the songwriting ability, all that. But there's something that's so uniquely different mm-hmm. about him, and that uh, you know what I mean, you have to stand out and i think even in the um even in that folk scene that he was a part of before getting out of it or whatever you know what i mean right every a lot of that folk stuff sounds the same to me you know what i mean right and um, and in a really good way right in a really good kind of um like familiar way but you know what i mean you can put on a you know an entire playlist of that and you know it's fine yeah. right but i think that uh he stands out yeah he stands sure. out for a reason yeah. yes yeah. yeah so the greatest hits album. That's when it first be, uh, began for me. Was listening right. to those songs, and I think the um, I don't know if they were all live versions, but a lot of them were. Some of them were live versions, and they were just absolutely amazing mm-hmm. hearing that. Yeah. So then, um, so I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but so but all these songs to me, um, they still didn't connect to me really personally. I really appreciated it because they were so complicated. And like after I heard the greatest hits albums, I went out and bought um, a book by I think his name's Anthony Anthony Scaduto. Mm-hmm. It was just called Bob Dylan. And Great name. I just devoured that thing several times. And also there was a book out at the time that was called Bob Dylan Lyrics. Mm. And I and this was going, this would have been like in the seventies, mid seventies, early seventies that came out and mm-hmm. devoured that book. Just the poetry, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Then, you know, we're, we're talking. He's not even halfway through his career at this stage, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. he's, so that really connected me. Um, to Dylan, just that voice. But then the real magic happened when I was in grade 12, and it was January of 1975, Mm -hmm. and I heard Tangled Up in Blue on this album here. Mm -hmm. I was lying in bed. Mm -hmm. I was, you know, about to go to school, and I heard this song. Early one morning the sun was shining, I was laying in bed. Wondered if she's changed all and if her hair was still red. And I was connected yeah. instantly to this. This now was personal. And so that's what really, so I, all these that's things. That's so cool that's that you awesome. can pinpoint that moment. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, that is yeah. so awesome. There's something interesting about, um, like, uh, like your memory or whatever, where how certain things will, like, you know, trigger it. I think that, um, like, smell and taste and all that stuff will, you know, kind of take you back or whatever. But, like, totally. the for the music lover, like, that yeah. moment that it gave you those goosebumps and, mm-hmm. you know, you can, like, really picture that, right? I think, um yeah, that's and that's amazing. So by hearing that ago. music, you you then taste and hear yeah, all you the go, other you things yeah, that went along right with back. that. Yeah, like, it to me, you know what I mean, where I'm like, oh, I'll remember like a meal, but I'm like, I don't necessarily remember that every other thing about it, what it was totally. playing. But I'll remember what song was playing, mm-hmm. what meal I had. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So what was going on now? So anyway, so now I'm in. This, mm-hmm. so this is a, sort of the end of that yeah, yeah. Uh, chapter, and for me, I'm in now. I'm in full in, no, no going back. Yeah. There was no, like you said, uh, uh, he can do no wrong. And that was yeah. definitely mm-hmm. that way from that point on, right? Because totally. everything that, so then I just started working my way backwards. Mm-hmm. Right. Saying, wow, this is amazing. And then all these blonde on blonde and uh, another side of Bob Dylan and freewheeling Bob Dylan. Mm-hmm. I just devoured that stuff yeah. and just loved it. Um, so 
so now we're and then later on that year too was interesting too because the very first concert I ever saw was um, uh, the Rolling Thunder Review and it came to Toronto. So this is now. So when I heard uh, Blood on the Tracks, it was early '75. Later that year, he released Desire. Okay, and then he was went on. He came to Toronto, the Rolling Thunder Review, and that's wow. like. That was amazing. That was my first time to ever hear him, and I was just blown away. And I believe he did an acoustic set, and then he did a, a um, an electric set, starting with Maggie's Farm, right? Wow. But also at that concert was like any one of these people I would have seen. It was Gordon Lightfoot was there, nice. uh, Joni Mitchell was there, wow. uh, Roger McGuinn was there from the Birds. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Scarlett Rivera, you know the violin on uh, on some of the music he played in oh, off okay. Desire, right. off Hurricane. Yeah, yeah. You remember that song, Hurricane? Mm-hmm. Was there? Uh, yeah, rambling yeah. Jack Elliott, who's you know Bob Newworth. So these names. We never thought wind would happen. Oh boy. Maybe we don't. Maybe we don't need the albums anymore. Is that possible? Yeah, we can. We can. We can lay them down. Yeah, I think <laughs> Luckily, so. Luckily, somehow that uh, spill missed everything, though. Really yeah, important. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There's a corner of these notes. <laughs> We're all right. A We're all right. Oh, oh, no, we well. didn't get the album. Oh, off, off my duotang? Of your duotang. Oh, my head. That's going to... The duotang. That went out with... What did you say? Polish? What? What? What did you say it went out with? You said duotangs went out with... Polish cottons. Polish cottons. Sorry, I heard my grandfather in my head going, Polish cottons. They're terrible. I hate the Polish cottons. Are we pausing? I don't know. You just left. <laughs> yeah, he did, yeah. <laughs> Johnny's pausing. We can continue. <laughs> yeah. um, well, I'll wait till he comes back. He's just grabbing okay. uh, some uh, refreshment. Yeah. Oh, because we spilled it. Yeah, no, no. We didn't. Yeah, Johnny just <laughs> reminded him you wanted a refill, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so back to. So now yeah. we're on Blood on the Tracks, right? right. So which is yeah, now yeah. the sort of this core. It only took us what? Half an hour to get here? 45 minutes? Oh, that's the oh, show. Yeah, that's uh, 45 minutes. That's good. That's <laughs> okay. That I'm, just getting, yeah. I'm just getting started. Usually how just we getting warmed up. That's about usually how we do. <laughs> so what's going on in Dylan's life now is he was a, his first wife was Sarah Lowndes, who I uh, was married to for uh, quite a while, and they had kids and so on. Right. But what's happening now is he is now separated and about to be divorced. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting about Dylan through the years is he, he almost goes through these ways of being very... Um, secretive and very abstract yeah. and very mm-hmm. uh, symbolic and mm-hmm. uh, in his music right mm-hmm. there's a lot of allegory in his stuff what he does which is mm-hmm. wonderful stuff right um, but now I, the reason that I, it was this was so pulled me in because this was clearly personal mm-hmm. this was devastating and when yeah. you look at I actually did so, and I'll, I'll see if I can find my notes here but everyone's got a theory about this but anyway it's so clear that the music that you saw that you listened to here like buckets of rain mm-hmm. and you shelter from the storm and tangled up in blue and um well lily Mir- lily lily rosemary and the jack hearts i love that's, that song. that's it is really but that's like a movie yeah. that song yeah. is like a little totally. mini movie that's the same with uh similar to uh visions of johanna on oh, um, yes. Blonde on Blonde, I think that's the record it's on. That fucking song is... Yeah, it's tons like, like movie, movie, yeah. Oh, my God. It, it There's is, so yeah. much going on in that song. Yeah, so anyway, but here's an interesting story. So he made that album in, starting in 1974, and, uh, and obviously it was, in, okay, so accepted belief is it was because... Uh, it was a very personal album, which which I don't know that Dylan is all that comfortable with, right? Mm-hmm. And 
what's interesting is that fast forward many many years later so so anyway let me let me not get ahead of myself here so he cut that album in new york with a set of musicians and then he went home to his farm in minnesota where his and was with his brother david uh zimmerman and his brother convinced him to recut four of the songs because he thought well he didn't we, we don't know what happens but he said they weren't there my, my interpretation is they were too revealing Really, and and okay, so I'll just pause there for a second. And the reason I believe that is partly because fast forward to when Jackie was in high school, she had an English teacher named Paul Collis, who was oh, also yeah. a Dylan fanatic. Yeah, right? And yeah, we, yeah. as Jackie yeah. used to call us, uh, mm -hmm. bro uh, the Bobby Boys. No, uh, bro bro oh, bromance. You guys had bromance. a little bromance. Had a bromance right? Yeah, and side note, Paul Collis is the reason why I went into um, English and writing because I was going to do like architecture, like math was my like the subject that I was the best in. Mm -hmm. And then I got Mr. Collis for English and he like completely changed the uh, trajectory of my life. Thanks, Paul. Oh, yeah. big time. Yes. Paul Collis. Yeah, that's and awesome. also side note on that same thing, Paul Collis invited Jackie and I to teach a class. Oh, yeah. and, <laughs> and it was on Dylan. So yeah. I, we did a, a mock, a re remake of an interview yeah. with you, uh, yeah. Jackie being Joan Baez. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, I just rambled on. I was wax po poetic. Wax poetic. With you the guys whole actually class. did it. We oh, did, that's yeah. Awesome. yeah. So, yeah. So, it was, it was kind of. It's worth <laughs> noting, I was still in high school at the time. So yes. I was with peers. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I know, I know. It's horrifying for you. Which is yeah. great. Yeah. Quite embarrassing for a, for a 16 year old Jackie oh, like you. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. My dad would have I still did it. I still showed up in character. <laughs> you, she did. Yeah, My dad would have said he would come in to talk about ZZ Top <laughs> and then not show. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> So you anyway, like the grunge, bro? <laughs> so it came out of like, one of the things that came out of this was was that Paul gave me these. Uh, do I, you guys need to finish their? <laughs> Are you okay? It's so funny how 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 the times just like the cries of time is just like. <laughs> have you guys done? Have you just? Have you guys done any ZZ Top on this podcast? No, no, yeah. no we'd love to. Yeah, Although be we good. should, because there's some yeah. damn good. Oh my heavens! To, yes, yeah. to some ZZ on the island. We, yeah, oh. we did. Oh yeah. man, that, that track was so good. Yeah. Yes. Um, anyway, sorry. So Paul gave me these um, bootleg. Mm -hmm. He gave me these songs that were bootlegged, right? And it was these four songs Huge. from Blood in the Tracks, mm -hmm. and I listened to them. And these are the sessions from New York. And uh, and just so you know, years later, many years later, they've all been released. And they came; they were all released under something called "More Blood, More Tracks." Oh, that's and awesome. cool. so, anyway, he listened to these songs. He gave me these songs, and I, they were just on a um, a memory stick and an MP3 files. And I don't know what I'd done with them, but anyway, I they blew me away because they completely changed to me the 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 texture mm -hmm. and the meaning of the songs, or certainly the the. Um, I guess the amplitude of the of the emotion that was behind them. Right. Were they the four that were cut? They were the four that were cut. So, so you got to. Did you? Um, were they as revealing as you originally thought? Or so here's here's what I think. Yes, they they were. 
they were they were very really you know, a very sad person. And in fact, I uh, if I have a chance, I'll try and find it in my notes. But I, what's the significance? I, what's going on in his life at this time? Is this after a divorce? Divorce. Or after yeah. Oh, yeah. divorce. Okay. So okay. you know, you've heard this. He had a whole setup. Yeah. <laughs> you heard that? <laughs> where were you? I've been uh, smoking <laughs> ties, rolling joints, <laughs> fucking longer than my arm. <laughs> so I I did this a little analysis, which is me, it was, means nothing, right? But yeah. but everyone has this theory. But I see the you know, have you ever heard of the stages of grief? Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, like you're going yeah. through denial and then yeah. you're going yeah. through anger. I can equate most of these songs on Blood on the Tracks to the stages of grief. Mm. And I, and whatever, it really doesn't matter. Yeah. I have no intention of debating it with anybody. Right. But no, I, no, think no, but I think it's true. But I think that's your take mm-hmm. on an album that you love. I think that's um, like it's it's really interesting, especially to um, to really kind of um, would you say like obviously you're a big fan, but if you had to stack them like uh, let's say like your favorite ten, would Blood on the Tracks be at the top of that list? Favorite ten albums or favorite ten? Favorite ten Dylan albums or? Oh yes, yes. yes. So it, like, I, would, I would put so these two at the top. Then I do think it's important, right? Because if um I for a guy with a body of work that's that spans so long with songs, I'm sure about any topic under the sun, you know, that mm. you can think about or whatever. If the ones that you kind of connect with are like the ones about heartbreak and stuff yeah. like that, yeah. then I think yeah. then yeah. So how I think your opinion's valid, valid there. How old would you have been when you first heard Blood on the Tracks then? I would have been 18. Wild. So this would have been after your dad passed. Uh, after my dad passed. Okay. Oh yeah. my goodness. So yeah, there's, yeah, a yeah. Huge, there's a huge part yeah. of it. Monumental. Yeah. 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 And, and, and as I was mentioning to you guys yesterday, uh, uh, I've been listening to that album now for 47 years. Yeah. And it still has great meaning to yeah. me. And yeah. it continues. Yeah, There's still, still layers there. Still that put that on. I guess. Totally. I know I'll have albums like that, but it's yeah. just cool to. Yeah. yeah. So that, that does exist. But like, there's so much, like, there's so much substance to it and stuff. Like, when I put on, like, a Less the Jake album when I'm 60, I don't think yeah. it's like, it's going to be cool and nostalgic for me, but I don't think it's going to have the, you know, the same meaning. Right. <laughs> we put on 36 Chambers. We just put on a Wu Tang album yeah. when we're 65. <laughs> I'm just bringing yeah. the fucking ruckus. Oh, that Rizza. <laughs> yeah. So he goes to Minnesota right after his mm-hmm. advice from his brother, right. and he gets local musicians mm-hmm. to cut these albums, right? And the song to cut these songs, the songs are way different texture to them. They are angry. They are what they're not is they're less personal in a way and more angry and disguising of his true feelings. Mm-hmm. And that's right. what I found interesting about it. So the other interesting tidbit is that. They so he those so the Columbia Records did not were not in favor of this, but you know Dylan being who he is and mm-hmm. the influence he has, said, "Gonna redo them." He puts these new f- four songs in. They didn't credit the musicians from Minnesota in the original classic album. fucking music industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? they credited the band, the backup band from New York. Mm-hmm. And so I'm gonna check this because I rebought the no. I believe it's been corrected. I believe this Blood on the Tracks version that I just bought will have the musicians from. Minnesota, and I want to compare right. it to my the original Blood of Tracks that I have. The right, right. so yeah. yeah, so I'm kind of curious that's about awesome. that. Oh, that's but anyway, so it completely changed it, and it and it was just really quite an amazing thing, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to, we don't have time in the podcast to go, in, but you could talk about so many of those songs in such depth. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and uh, oh, yeah. taking something like Shelter from the Storm, mm-hmm. or even blo- or even um, even uh, Tangle Up in Blue, and. Oh, yeah. Are just extraordinary songs, right? I, yeah, I think uh, for me, I think the Dylan that I'm more drawn to is like his early kind of acoustic folky stuff. And so, yeah, this album I really like. Um, uh, You're gonna make me lonesome, like all those kind of the like love you songs almost. Because I think the first song 
that got me more into Dylan was uh, "Don't Think, Don't Think Twice." Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that was kind of the first one that I heard that like clicked more with me because it's a pretty accessible song, I think, even if mm. you're not super into Dylan. Um, but but yeah, and "Blood on the Tracks" has so many of those uh, those classic acoustic acoustic songs. Yeah, I heard yeah. somebody on a podcast analyzing the chord structure, so it would probably be more to One of you guys mentioned this yesterday. I thought, like, I was fascinated by it, by just the, the chord changes that are major, major, minor, major, yeah. something like that, right? And it, mm-hmm. th- there was this real um, a bluesy part to it. And mm-hmm. I, n- I don't have enough music knowledge to know that, but you know what you hear, and you know how music makes you feel something, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Regardless of whether you understand that's still the, the mysticalness behind it. it. Like, yeah. like Tino's, like, you know, we'll sit there and talk, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> just try to have a regular conversation with Ty and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Did I ever tell you about this fuzz pedal? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told you guys about this pedal. <laughs> but, like, that's kind of, like, the like the, like the mystery <laughs> yeah. behind it. Why does this That was song for Merit to hear, by the way. But, like, why do you, yeah. Why Anyways, that cool documentary. You should check it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Fuzz. Yeah, check it out. <laughs> I definitely want to see it. Yeah. But it's interesting, like, why does that, uh, why does the music make you, you feel that way or whatever? And, like, the, mm-hmm. there's, I guess. There's he's like got so many great, like, blue, like, you know, cl- like he's, he's done his, he's someone who's done his homework yeah. as far as, like, who, you know, what oh, progressions yeah. and what to play and for blue stuff. But then he's made it his own in so many yeah, ways. Well, I feel like he, he did done his homework, but also, like, he grew, like, he grew up in that, like you know, his life was kind of doing the for homework, sure. You know? It's it's crazy to see in the New electric switch is like yeah. wild. That's mm-hmm. like as a, I think as an artist, that's like one yeah. of the most admirable things you could do. Yeah, and it's to be like, like to do it, and people yeah. be like, we don't like this, yeah. and then be like, it's I don't fucking care. Exactly. <laughs> like, I know that this is good. I know yeah. that it's fire. Totally. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, you'll find yeah, out. Yeah. Your kids are gonna love it. And exactly. so like uh, monumental, and that like people like now will still like get the reference, you know? Like I think in our podcast, like we've probably said that like a million times, you know? It's Dylan like when electric, yeah, it's like when Dylan goes electric or something yeah. like that, and so for mm-hmm. it to still be. Like even those words to still be meaningful to people yeah. in our generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's a yeah. true artist, and like the integrity is there, right? Because if you get, um, you know, like the like being pigeonholed is like one way to say it, but it's also a very difficult business to get buy-in, right? So if you do find something that does work, you know what I mean? There's a lot of bands that will just give you the bread and butter because it's mm-hmm. all like you know you know exactly what you're gonna get ACDC meat and potatoes for the most yeah. part because like you you know they're not going to take like too many steps in a wild direction or whatever because like that's kind of what like the, the core base wants. ACDC you know I mean? should go reverse Dylan. The ACDC, yeah. <laughs> Just ACDC go super folky. Acoustic. Yeah. Acoustic. You being acoustic. Acoustic DC. Yeah. Yeah. It's just DC. It's just DC. Battery powered only. <laughs> that would be very good to hear that. Yeah. I, I, would be, I always wanted old. to have a, uh, a meatloaf cover band <laughs> called called Pork Loin. <laughs> <laughs> and we were just an acoustic band, yeah. <laughs> oh. There's a death metal band, uh, Cannibal Corpse, and there's an acoustic band that covers them called Acoustic Corpse. And yeah. They're fantastic. If uh, you want to go check out uh, I Come Blood, oh, yeah. uh. <laughs> it's wild. The other interesting thing too, around Dylan is looking at what what else was going on. I mean, I have right. Dylan is not the like the like I've met people. I had this one guy that I knew, or met knew this one guy that I knew, which kind of sounds stupid, but I knew this one guy. That I knew this one guy that I knew. <laughs> anyway, all he he loved Frank Sinatra, and that's all he listened to. Mm. We and we uh, like we we would go to his house, 
and Frank Sinatra. I had to take a trip with him down to uh, to Utah once. Long car ride, just Frank. Car ride. Frank Sinatra. No can one else is the rat. Can we, listen to, can we yeah. listen to somebody else? Nope, nope. We're good. We're good with Frank Sinatra. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my heavens! What an asshole! I think there's a difference because then I don't. He'll have it his know, way. Like, are yeah. you like a? Are you like a music lover that at that point? Like, do you even like music or do you just like this guy? Yeah, you yeah. Know? Because it's like I definitely it's not even the best out of the pack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're not listening to Dean Martin to Denver, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Because yeah. like everyone <laughs> has their, their favorites, right? Like in the car ride with me, no, it's Sammy? definitely a lot of Chili Peppers, right. but it's not all Chili Peppers, yeah. you know. And so it's like. You know, you have your your favorites that you listen to all the time, but if you're a yeah. music lover, you still will enjoy other well, things. Well, totally. You know? I think that's yeah. like, um, you know, speaking on the meat and potatoes thing, there's a genre of music that I definitely like. Not only love, I identify my personality with. Totally. <laughs> you know what I mean, or whatever. Oh, yeah. Right? That like, that's the thing. But like, mm-hmm. um, the reason that I that I do like it or whatever is there is um, like a basic. Uh, I don't know. You can break it down into science or whatever. Like how many beats per minute or yeah. or whatever the case is. Right? There's a there's a there's a lightning fast snare drum and and you know what mm. I mean and, and fucking guitar tone or whatever that I'm like really drawn to, but there's it's also so accessible that like so many people have done it and so many people have done it in a great way and I think that um, a big thing with Bob Dylan that I can kind of go to is that I'm so lyrically focused in any of the music that I listen to that um, a lot of times uh, I. C- um, you know what I mean like cool melodies or chord progressions or, or even a solo or whatever will slip completely by me because I'm so like lost in my head or whatever and mm-hmm. I kind of listen to music a lot of times to um, to shut that off mm-hmm. and I need somebody to kind of talk at me or tell me tell me a story or whatever right and I think with um, with the genre of music that I love I'm lucky because they kind of live a similar kind of lifestyle or whatever so the songs kind of feel like oh shit that was written for me or about me or whatever right and I think yep. that um, if you can like you know find something like that to, to latch on to then I mean I'll be yeah. listening to it if I'm if I'm lucky enough to get to you know to, to, to break the six O I guarantee you I'll be <laughs> <laughs> I'll be bumping these jams. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's even the same thing with like um, why like so much of the reason why I love Chili Peppers is because so much of it is like part of my like life and like personality and totally. you know friends and all of that. So it all kind of t- it's more than just the the music. You know, like you actually like identify with it. Uh, like personally, yeah. Yeah. so just a phase, Dad. <laughs> Why well, no? And I, I couldn't agree more. No, because you're into it too, and I think it is really cool to see that level of um, <coughs> of fandom. You can call it. There's, it's been called so many, um, you know, things or whatever directed at me. Whether you're like a nerd or obsessed or or whatever the case is, but like I need to know, you know, where this album was recorded if I love it or like the stories mm-hmm. behind it or who's credited on the album and who shouldn't be and you know what I mean yeah. like so like this conversation is, is, is fascinating just with the yeah. just with the generational gap but the same kind of love for what we I, know I think I take some credit for Jackie loving yeah, the red did. hot pill- <laughs> chili peppers oh yeah. yeah because I was you could take a credit for Jackie <laughs> really <laughs> actually, just existed yeah really I, I, never, I never thought of it that yeah. way <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you know how this so, works but nice moves I got a birds and bees situation with you here but deep conversation about sobriety right and in realizing if not for not not but not for sobriety, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this young lady would not be here. I, I, oh. I mean, that's another oh, story. There you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so moving and along. If it wasn't so for insobriety, we so would I know be here. I don't want to go. <laughs> how, how many minutes do we have? Uh, um, we're good. We we got some. You can. Oh, uh, yeah, we're at like a uh, oh, yeah. three, but hey. This so is, this is, this fast forward a little bit. So over the so anyway. So that was seventy five. Right now, fast forward to ninety seven, and for me, a lot of uh, concerts, as I said several many in each decade right not that the decades delineate anything in in particular other than just a milestone right Mm -hmm. so 
and including the one I mentioned in '87, which was very uh, important to me, right? And yeah, not uh, only like like milestones in life and uh, kind of being, uh, uh, you know, putting a button with a, with a Dylan show on. You can kind yeah. of track your, you know. Mm-hmm. Do you oh, have like a, do you have a date of uh, like when you stopped in '87? Yes, yes, uh, March the seventeenth, nineteen eighty-seven, St. Patrick's Day. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a that you, you wanted that you wanted, shit. Yeah, you, you wanted, wanted, wanted it, dude. <laughs> well, well, was that the thought? Was like, if I get through this day. Well, okay. So I'll tell you why I know that day. <laughs> and why I will never forget. Oh, I love this. So I, I I hung out in AA for a good year and a half, maybe yeah. two years, intensely, Bill and Bob. intensely for uh, a year. But anyway, I'll never. I, I remember a lot of things. I think AA saved my life in so many regards. Uh, it really helped me in many in many ways. But one of the things I remember, all the sayings, right? But one of the things they say was, if you don't remember your last drunk, you haven't had it yet. Yeah. And that has stuck in my head. Yeah. So people ask me that question. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty right good. there. It's oh, pretty shit. good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we, I digress. I digress. <laughs> <laughs> Consistently, yeah. I'm I'm digressing poetic. That's the show. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh don't worry, I get off topic a lot. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So this has been the like the longest that we've gone without discussing anything paranormal and stuff. So like as far as the tangents have gone, they've stayed <laughs> yeah. relatively yeah, no, long. Yeah, yeah, on Maybe Dylan's an alien. I don't know. Hey, we yeah. can get Ooh. into that. Yeah, we can get into that. Yeah. I believe it. <laughs> so anyway, he he's had his you know. Again, I am a faithful fan, and he went through a Christian phase, and I loved it. Now, not that I'm I'm not religious, uh, but the spiritual, it's mm. his, you know what it is? His spiritual um, exploration. Sure. Yeah. And I, was I really. Was it gospel kind of stuff, or was it? Uh, yeah, some kinda, of it was yeah. hardcore yeah. gospel. Oh, wow. like, okay. yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, so through that and through various different phases, but then, and everyone, and then it was kind of quiet from a writing new material perspective. And now we're now we're in 1997, and I'm not sure Dylan would have been over 60 at the time because I remember there was a an album that came out called "A Nod to Bob" when he turned 60, and it was mm. um, it was just artists covering some of his stuff. It's crazy it? how old he is. I know, you know and he's still making. Like, yeah, he's still. I mean, he just released still, uh, yeah. uh, "Rough and Rowdy Ways," right, with yeah. "Murder Most Foul." Like, yeah, that's an yeah, incredible song that he wrote yeah. many, many many years ago yeah. about Kennedy's assassination. But anyway. Mm. Um, so all of a sudden, and I'll fill in the, the uh, what was going on in his life around that, but um, all of a sudden this album, Time Out of Mind, comes out, right? Mm. And it just takes off, right? It just, this is, everyone's like, Dylan's back. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic new material. And it's very sad stuff. It's really, yeah. like if you listen to the album, it's, this is someone who, you, you know. He's standing in the doorway. Standing very, in the doorway. Uh, and also trying to get to heaven before mm-hmm. they close the door. Mm-hmm. It's super uh, spooky. We were yeah. Saying. And yeah. like, like the, the, harsh, the, like the Nick Cave vibes. Yeah. yeah, Nick and, uh, Cave, Tom Waits, I felt like. Very weighty, yeah. yeah. Tom um, and, uh, Great cover. And too. like, and, and the, and the dirty yeah. weights too, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like kind of industrial. Yeah, like, yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Or not. How old is he? Very cool. He is still, I, I don't know, I have to look it up. 97. But the, the song that very, very poignant for me is Not Dark Yet. And mm. if you haven't oh, had a chance yeah, to listen yeah, to yeah. that, uh, it's it's an amazing song. And it's and it's kind of, I don't want to say the word depressing, but it's, you know, it's, have you ever, did you ever study Shakespeare in high school? Oh, yeah. Mm. Not you know, the uh, Shakespeare, uh, I think it was in Hamlet. The Taming of the Shrew, I think. 
What's that? I think we did Taming of the Shrew was the only right. one. Right. But you ever did, did, did Taming of the Shroom. <laughs> I was taming shrooms when I was on. That's why I don't remember it too much. They were taming you, bro. <laughs> there was a line in Hamlet, and I did not like Shakespeare, but I heard this in a, in a Steve Martin movie, actually. And it was, uh, life is a tale told by an idiot, oh, yeah. full of sound and fury, signifying nothing. A good and line. And I heard that quote in my, like years later, rather than when we studied it in high mm-hmm. school. It really hit me in it. And I thought, it's, it's kind of a, it, it, depending on how you want to read that, mm-hmm. but it's really about all these things we do as human beings. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of, you know, that doesn't mean anything, right? We mm-hmm. do it, it's... it's is that it, the beginning of a uh, uh, LA story? When he has a little it's in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, I'm not sure if it's in there, but anyway, it's it's a line in the movie. Yeah, and yeah. it really it really struck me, right? Yeah. It's, it's being, but so in a way, the album reflects that. And it's not to say that life is useless. It's about it's about understanding the what are the important things. Yeah, and it really that's what really jolted me. So this is. Um, 22 years later after Blood on the Tracks. That's wild. And it was, it was, it hit me at a time when, you know what, you've, you've, and it's kind of awkward because Jackie's sitting here, but it's so, but you know, you've had kids and you've done these things in your life to earn mm-hmm. an income and uh, all, the, all these various things. And you start to think, what does this all mean, right? Yeah, totally. And, and it, it doesn't have to be. Right it, after Kelly was born, you're like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> my God. Just really any up opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> just toss him the butt. <laughs> Getting to the point now where you know, it doesn't even seem worth it. Yeah. <laughs> poor, poor Kelly, he never escapes. He never escapes being the oh. the butt of more one or more jokes. Oh right? man, she's ruthless. Yeah, but Kelly. he also sends for um, Christmas. He sends Jackie uh, the beautiful customized pen that says chowder tits on it. So he brings it back. Here. Well, that it is kind of though, like because uh, I know, and I think that's part of the reason why I fucking slay at roast is because like that is kind of how just we talk in our family just we shit on each other but it's all yeah. it's out of love yeah like of course it, but, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. that is definitely the ribbing's the, the best the yeah, language absolutely. there yeah <laughs> but I do think that that's kind of like uh, life in that sense is like it's what you make of like there's a like uh, a lot of people struggle with like you know depression and all that stuff and at the lowest of lows you get to that fucking point where like nothing like why why yeah. who gives a shit like what yeah. you know really matters or whatever and then mm-hmm. you kind of come to that point where um like uh it's a great Vonnegut quote, you know what I mean? Life is basically the, like the meaning of life is to like love and be loved if mm-hmm. you know to whoever's you know you know whoever you can or whatever. It's mm-hmm. not the uh, actual quote, obviously, mm-hmm. but that's the Moulin Rouge quote: "The greatest thing you'll ever learn is to love and be loved in return." That's very mm-hmm. that's beautiful stuff, right? Yeah. Um, you know, then I think that like um, in the futility of life, because you could just look up at the sky and, and be like, "We're just specks of stardust floating through space, and nothing mm-hmm. really matters." But you can take a nihilistic approach. Or you could fucking make the best with the uh, you know with what you have or whatever, and realize that you're incredibly lucky to uh, mm-hmm. kind of be here, right? So I think everybody's motivation to get up and mm-hmm. and do something would be a little bit different. But I go through that often. <laughs> 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 well, and it's a really I think it's that's a really good point too, because rather than making it draw you uh, downwards, to have you reflect on to really put life into perspective. And totally. I think, so that's really why this album, not that I had these feelings per se, I could connect to the, well, his words really easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, every nerve in my body is so vacant and numb. Mm-hmm. I can't even remember what it was I came here to get away from. Yeah, well, and it's and it kind of like, it sounds on the surface really depressing, but it, you start to think about it and you think, 
you know, perspective, right? Yeah. What was really important here. Mm-hmm. I like getting to the point in my life now where I'm a little bit older and those songs, um, like the, the, the really heavy ones, um, you know what I mean? At the time when I maybe just heard them and I was like an angsty little teenager, I'm like, you know, like, like bumming and thinking about them in a different way or whatever, right? And I'm getting to the point now where I could be nostalgic about a sad song and know, oh shit, that was, you know what I mean? This really reminds me of that time and that was like really heavy and what yeah. it reminds you of is, you know, how you go through it, right? I think that mm-hmm. that's kind of yeah. like, uh, you know, getting to... Um, yeah, getting to that point of just being like a little bit older and realizing that um, I, there, there are some records that I just had to put away for a long time because, mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? That can't come back, right? And a couple of them, you know what I mean? They're making their way back because you can't just like turn away good art because it affected you sometime because that's what fucking art's supposed to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's affected you, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, that is true, it's form. I think, and yeah. I mean, for you to be into it for this fucking long is like, yeah. it's a testament. I've like, um, your loyalty, brand loyalty. If you, if, if I own a tobacco <laughs> company, I'd want you. <laughs> you yes, I yeah, I have but huge brand loyalty. For yeah, sure. um, you know what I mean. But also, like, uh, the you're lucky enough to love an artist that doesn't stop working, and you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Um, and it kind of continues to blow you away, fucking when you were 15 years old, all the way to when you're, you know. 57. 57, yeah. 57 <laughs> too, but I was even saying 97 when this comes out yeah. to the point where you're a new father yeah. or whatever, and it can still, yeah. you know, kind of come back and, you know, whatever. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. 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 So I think that's, uh, I've waxed a lot of poetry here. Yeah. He's waxed. Uh, what an episode. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. This is, yeah. yeah. No, Thank you so much absolutely. for doing this. this yeah. Has been totally. Great. Thank you for I, this. Thank you for, for no one saying shut up. No one oh, turned no, that no, off. No, no. no. Don't stop talking about Dylan. No. You no. should have seen our episode with Ravi, and he brought brought in the sounds of Springfield, uh, Simpson soundtrack, <laughs> and he did a track by track breakdown. <laughs> Uh, that was about a two-hour-long episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, thanks for not doing that. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, but you've been like the like we know. Obviously, we're doing this little tour thing right now. You've been the most supportive like oh guy God, of all yeah, time, man. You, you, we we appreciate it. This has been great. So we were stoked that yeah, you wanted Ty's to come on. Looking for a dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In case you didn't get the hint earlier. <laughs> Laid it on pretty thick, Timmy. <laughs> Put on some high heels and come over. It's his birthday. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Your birthday's November. I got this. I'm going to get you those bootleg copies, whatever. You got it. His birthday's June. Don't worry. His birthday's June. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, I thought are. you said November. I said, well, that's the num- month before Christmas. Oh, yeah, oh okay. Yeah. All right, all right. Well, I'm learning. All right. <laughs> <laughs> now it makes sense why I don't have them around. Okay. <laughs> Right, so okay. we, yeah, oh we are goodness. really doing. I mean, by we, I'm Sue and I both are supporting you, mm-hmm. and that's so you know, we do that together, right? Equally, we appreciate right. it. And yeah, yeah, so she deserves as much credit as I do. One hundred percent. We're yeah. at this yeah. amazing place. Yeah, we've oh, been yeah. to every show. But they they every, everything we're doing, everything we're doing, we're doing together, right? So yeah. And yeah. appreciate. And yes. we want to do it. So I'm so happy that we're discovering now. I having seen your show last night. Just to really digress. I got the the business brain going right, mm-hmm. and thinking about what, how can we get the name out. And I've got lots of ideas. Tim, oh, if you want to, if you want to be our, our tour manager, then I would be your. I would love. I think Sue and I would love to be your like your business free business managers because we're both business love degrees, that right? Part. That free part's <laughs> great. Free, yes. <laughs> yeah, I love uh, we're not looking free. to make any money, but we yeah. want to see you guys succeed because uh, well, you actually really do have talent. We, oh. And oh, I no, really saw that. Um, well, I've known it, and but yeah. you know. Whenever I talk to people about you guys and what you're doing, I say, you know, obviously I'm biased, but I think they're really good. But, you know, I really do think you're good. Mm-hmm. And when you when I see you stacked up against others, that's then you can see the contrast. Yeah. And what I saw last night was so amazing. 
because oh, I really felt you had the ability for the first time that I've seen with all of you guys. Mm-hmm. And I know we've just met. Yeah. But you're you're just an amazing, amazing. That's, that's why we could. Yeah. It was, it was yeah, a no that's brainer. Why it makes yeah, so much sense to me. So we, yeah. Yeah. Last night was a. Yeah. But the, almost like you had the ability to stretch your wings last night. For sure. And also to to pivot too. Right. Could, yeah. Like and I yeah. saw that when it was the perfect venue. Yeah. And that so big good. crowd. Yeah. Right? I think that's so yeah. important. Like it's so you know cool. the dad yeah. and me comes like so what happens if nobody shows up? Oh, we were thinking the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, oh my, but it was so good. And then I yeah. started, then we, soon I took a walk down the street and we were looking and people started going into the theater and go, oh, it's yeah. filling up. Yeah, that, this is that great. place was packed out. We were just as surprised as anyone. Yeah. yeah. I <laughs> that. Even true. afterwards, I was like, why? Like, how did all those people know? Like, why did yeah. all those people come? Like, I'm still very interested to know. Uh, why these people decided to come, but it oh, was gave him a good one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, gave him a good huge, show. Uh, huge shout out to the Effie in Hell yeah, Loops. big that time. Was, yeah. yeah, such a good venue. Yeah, shout out to the Okanagan in general. It's yeah. been awesome. Mm-hmm. Successful mm-hmm. act like you guys, your mm-hmm. talent. Right? But also, you need a venue. You need yeah, a yeah, and they were so so supportive. Like, oh my god, yeah, yeah. pulled out all the stops there. That was amazing. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. Thank you. Thank you. That's my daughter, That's your proud, <laughs> proud, <laughs> right. you know, she got degrees and, and all over and you s- smart lady, oh, yeah. right? And there we go. She There's comes home and, and blows those in my face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. So, okay, just to, to uh, quick side note. Um, I have brought up how you are holding the John Lawn footage hostage. Yes. There's a whole, speaking of uh, my talent, there's a whole, <laughs> <laughs> there's a whole wealth of home <laughs> videos that me and my brother made on uh, the first iMovie on like the first like yeah. iMac. Yeah. Uh, that my dad still has all of these files. I do. And, oh, uh, we need I've to get all so of those. So far, you're telling yeah. the truth so far. That's good. Yes, that's all true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we're holding them hostage for what? What is it? Are you? Uh, well, is there that, a that is that Jackie's we're... phraseology, oh, not okay. mine. <laughs> I am, cur- I am curating them. them. Yeah. Okay. Well, so like a, yeah, it's like a Smithsonian kind I've of situation. I've been asking for them for years. What makes it? What's difference it, is it if I also have access to them? I know. That's, you can call them out on the internet. As, huh? as, as, I I own my quirks <laughs> <laughs> because I feel <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I I. So Jackie often describes me as my dad was the guy who always had a camera stuck to his eyeball. Oh, and I have I'm gonna insert a photo here that uh-huh. proves that there's this great photo of us on a Splash Mountain in Disneyland <laughs> with me, uh, our family, and uh, uh, my my aunt Chris and my cousins and everyone on Splash Mountain. Mm-hmm. Ah! And then my dad with the <laughs> video camera. The Sony digital camera. Yeah, yeah. That I, actually we have now in oh, our, we got a bunch uh, in of our place. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you still, still have it. You gave oh. them, you gave I can't them, uh, yeah. turn it on because I don't have the battery for it. Yeah, well, I have to, to be tried eBay. Somewhere. Oh, yeah, we can figure oh, it out. Oh, so, so yeah, that still stuck in there. Oh my God! Yeah. Oh, the lost oh my God! Yeah. That yeah. that could be Your very interesting. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> can I get can I get that back? <laughs> Beautiful. So, but anyway, so I think I feel like I've earned the right because I was always an early adopter of 
cameras and technology and yeah, we had a computer in our house like i ever that's the reason why i'm like so like pretty good with computers it helps. we had it's one yeah it's very ever good. since i was a toddler we had yeah. a computer mm-hmm. oh ever yeah since they came out with the first computer it was in our house <laughs> oh yeah yeah and actually credit to your to your mom too because mm-hmm. you know i was always worried the kid you know I, I wanted the kids to have a computer and so we put this computer where the kids could use it and it, it, i would see them on this computer and it Kelly would be bashing the keyboard with a hammer, and <laughs> Jackie would have a sandwich over top, and I'm thinking, and uh, and Jackie's mom says, "You know what? It is what it is. It's just a keyboard." Yeah. And so, yeah, it's true. So they off they go, and they they're all very adept at this. Mm-hmm. But anyway, getting back to the core uh, argument here is, I feel that I should have first crack at doing something. I have actually transcribed all the, like all those digital audio tapes. Are mm-hmm. I pulled them all all that stuff off, right. and I've and I've and have put them into a format where they can be they will last forever yeah i mean i don't want to do anything with them i just want to watch watch these these things because yeah, it's a it's a true. time capsule we did, a, <laughs> we did a, uh it was basically a spoof on james bond called john lawn yes it was a trilogy <laughs> oh, i've heard <laughs> a lot about this oh, <laughs> oh yeah. God, we got it yeah me and my little brother kelly did them together did they get released after a certain amount of years like we find out that who oh. shot jfk kind yeah. of situation yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. but uh or we, does, at some point yeah. there have to be public domain yeah yeah when's mickey mouse coming out <laughs> <laughs> when do we get it because we I, did a, a bunch of shit but those the john lawns were the big john lawn sounds yeah hilarious. those we i mean everyone wanted more that's why we that's why they're sweet. <laughs> and uh, but it was we had an extensive cast, but it was all played by me and Kelly. Nice. And there's one scene that I remember in particular. I think it was in the first one, uh, where I'm the there's a basically a spy is like breaking into the evil guy's lair, and there's a fight scene between one of the secret agents and a bodyguard and i play both parts Whoa. in that scene yeah I, and it's not like i was it's any fancy editing technique yeah. i was ducking under the camera <laughs> 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 oh that's awesome. i sure hope i have that stuff boy I, mm. oh we need that i know yeah. i have i have one thing that i've been hanging on to with with both fists and that's jackie i was also reluctant but i really was kind of curious what kids would do if they had they just had yeah. free reign with the camera. That was the whole idea behind the Mac, the the iMac, right? Yeah, yeah. Just give them the microphone and show them how to use it, which they totally. took no time to learn. See what happens. Well, John Lon was one of these things, right? <laughs> but the other thing is, like, Jackie one day was at home and bored. She said, Dad, can I play with your camera? And the very one that she has now. <laughs> and I said, yeah, yeah, go ahead. So I loaded a new tape on it. And she put on there what I think is some of the most spectacular footage <laughs> and, and narrative. <laughs> It's just her <laughs> talking to herself and filming oh, stuff. That's <laughs> awesome. And that? and include I'll just give you a little tidbit, including a trip to the bathroom. <laughs> and uh, that is just I when I when I so when Jimmy, I, we gotta get this footage. When I so this one I know I have because I started to archive this to, to pull the stuff down when I was here in Vernon and I thought because I'm I'm gonna get this project done and I started listening to that and I swear I woke up the neighbors because I was laughing so <laughs> hard. It's just so good. And you know and for a parent too like this one of the reasons I love these things because it's in their their young girl voice or yeah. Kelly's yeah. young boy voice or oh, yeah. Justin's so young. Many, yeah. I love it brings tears to my eyes to yeah. hear those voices mm-hmm. again. 
but it's so uh, it's poignant. Awesome. And in this case, it's just <laughs> hilarious. There's so many good ones of Kelly's Kelly's little toddler voice because it lasted. He had a baby voice for so long, and so <laughs> I so missed that. Too. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. because because he, so he couldn't like so you know what pronounce his R's as as like W's yeah. and all that shit, and because. Um, when he went to school, he got into kindergarten or whatever, and there was like a speech therapist at the school, and they asked my parents <laughs> if they if they wanted them to you know put him into speech therapy and they said no because it's funnier this way <laughs> <laughs> no we're good we, he'll, he'll grow I out of it he'll probably get bullied out of it eventually <laughs> yeah yeah stuff kind of sorts itself out <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what's funny about that is just this morning when I went up uh, no dinner table rules the, and no speech therapy yeah I rest my case if you meet Kelly yeah, he's no, yeah, one yeah. of the smartest guys you'll meet yeah, around totally. right yeah and so, yeah yeah, right. no. yeah but you know, even just this morning when I paddled up to these guys and Johnny had the GoPro, I like grabbed it from him and started doing that exact thing, filming <laughs> <laughs> myself yeah. and narrating. <laughs> oh, yeah, I have a recent one too. We hiked on the river trail. Oh, and yeah, you narrated the whole thing. There, yeah. What? A, oh, I yeah, I did a whole uh, character for that. <laughs> the whole the whole hike during COVID. <laughs> Just, yeah, I forget what my name was. Anyways. Yes. Anyway, thank you guys thank you. for yeah. allowing thank you, man. Yeah, me to uh, yeah. join you in your activity. I oh, really yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, it was yeah. Fun. This was good. Thank you very yeah, much. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. Like yeah. Will you colorize my hair so I look, I look <laughs> so I look <laughs> yeah. 57? Yeah, we'll yeah. put any, any <laughs> we, I want I want to do that. You're, you're tech yeah. savvy. Oh yeah. <laughs> no problem. Uh, oh yeah. my. We had that in on one. Peace. Yeah. <laughs>